Super Talk Mississippi media production. What's the key to a quick and fun travel escape? Enjoy public art outside or outsider art inside and refresh your sense of history with awe-inspiring parks and museums. Vicksburg is the key to the South. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. With Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk of On3 Sports. Now get ready for Thunder and Lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk here with you on a Monday morning. Thanks for joining us at supertalk.fm or wherever it is you get podcast from we appreciate all you guys out there our great listeners especially our servicemen and women out there taking care of us want to thank our sponsors over at strange brew coffee house and churn and spoon ice cream start your day the right way with a trip to the drive-thru over at strange brew coffee house here in starkville or at brupolo over in tupelo be a little weird robbie if brupolo was in splunge that would be a little weird although that might be a, a nice coffee name just, just that, that feels like a like a, a like a smoothie or something or one Can of those. I get a large splunge. Yeah, <laughs> that that could be. I feel like splunge might be better at churn and spoon. That, that's what I was gonna say. That we we might could have a milkshake. It's like out a, of that. like a milkshake. Yeah, like a, a Which, splunge. I don't. By know, the way, feels fruity. Got, went and got a cookies and cream. Oh, uh, milkshake at churn and spoon the other day. It was gone in like five minutes. We don't give Churn and Spoon enough love. We really no, don't. No, it's very it, good. It's really, really good ice cream there. I, I'm a fan. Wherever you are in our great state or anywhere, if you want Strange Brew Coffee every morning, it's a click away at strangebrewcoffeehouse.com. And you support the Bulldog Initiative with every purchase from Strange Brew Coffee House, just like you do with our friends over at PIP Printing and Signs. If you are a business owner, you are already spending money on printing. Why not spend it? with a company that's been doing business in this state for 30 years, that's Bulldog-owned and operated, and is going to give 10% of every sale they make with you back to the Bulldog Initiative in your name? How can you go wrong with something like that? Pip printing and signs, whatever you need to get people in the door, whatever you need to get people to keep keep coming through your doors, they have materials, they have the experience, they have the know-how to get it right. Call Camden Baker at 601-499-5216. And check or check them out online. See what all services they offer at pipridgeland.com. If you need printing, call Pip Pip today. College Corner and collegecornerstore.com. We're only, uh, as we sit here, we're recording on a Sunday. We're only five days away from the start of the college baseball season. And while we might not have a first pitch time, it's certainly no excuse not to wear a cool new polo or pullover from College Corner. The M over S will be in effect. This weekend, you need to get something great from College Corner. Two locations to serve you in the Jackson area. Ridgeland by Fleet Feet, Flowood by the Half Show, or you can shop online at collegecornerstore.com. Restaurant Tyler, are you going to be able to go to the first after the first baseball game for dinner? Maybe you can go for lunch before the game. Who knows? Because you don't know what time that game is. But whatever Tune time. in at, like, uh, Wednesday? Wednesday. That's, is that our prediction? I, I'm down with that prediction, to be honest with you. Whatever uh, this is, game, it's gotten to the point where it's just insane. At this but, point, I'm just like, don't tell us. Just, yeah, just let's just show up. Whoever, whoever show you, I, I hear, I hear a ping. Get, go. Uh 
But whatever time that game is, if you can find time to go to Restaurant Tyler before or after, you should absolutely do it. If you're going to be in Starkville this weekend for basketball and baseball, you've got to make a trip to Restaurant Tyler for lunch, for dinner, for Sunday brunch. The best meal in town is at Restaurant Tyler. 16 Priority One Bank locations throughout Central Mississippi here to serve you. Folks, if you don't like doing business with the people that you know, if you like dealing with corporate banks that don't know you and don't care about you and your family, then by all means, continue to do that. But me me and my house, we will talk to people that we know. So if you live in central Mississippi and you want to do business with the people in your community, if you want those guys to be talking to you about your financial decisions, then you need to talk to Priority One Bank. There are 16 locations. That means there's one near you in central Mississippi. Let Priority One Bank make you their priority. Get it out of the way. That was an incredible Super Bowl. It was great. Really, really good. It was kind of boring early on, but I think it I think that was thanks in large part to the two defenses because those two defenses are really good. And I think eventually it just got to the point where they were just worn down there in the in the fourth quarter and overtime. And you know, the offensive playmakers started to really come to the forefront. But I know you want to talk about it on another date, but Chris Jones won that game for them. Yeah, he had the play. Forcing the field goal mm-hmm. there, and he did that all night. You, you might look at the stat sheet most weeks and see Chris Jones with like two or three tackles, mm-hmm. but until you just focus in on what he does, it's, it's really nuts. And he had, to me, one of the plays of the game and plays of the year, break busting up that play and making Purdy throw it away because that probably would have been a touchdown. Mm-hmm. But – um Patrick Mahomes, man, he is just uh, – he's different. He might – before it's all said and done, he might be the greatest of all time. What I'm going to say is this, and if you get mad at me, you're just going to have to get mad. But watching the way she reacted to everything tonight, Taylor Swift is a real one, all right? She's one of us. That was me at every Mississippi State sporting event I've ever been to as a fan, and half of the ones I've covered as the media. Just up there never- living and dying with every play. That's me. I never know. I, I never know. All the way back to when she was, when she would like act like really surprised that she won something. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like Kanye like busted up her announcement and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I never know if she's just like playing it. Oh. She knows the cameras are on her. Nah, but it doesn't matter. She's still, that's, she, she did good. She, she's all that to say, I'm just not upset about Taylor I Swift. Doesn't bother me his games. I, well, I'm going to say actually, this. And everybody who gets mad about Taylor Swift, Tonight, my youngest daughter, Emily, watched a full football game with me. She yeah. has never done that before in her life. Never. Didn't care. I had to explain what a first down was. I had to explain everything. She had no idea. Every tackle, she was like, oh, I was like, sweetheart, these tackles happen on every play. Every play, there are tackles like this in thousands of games every year. And she, she was just like, she was watching and she was like, this is stressful. I was like, yeah, it is. This is my you know, life. If Aislinn and Emily would have got on board earlier in football mm-hmm. and wrestling, mm-hmm. I mean, think about where you would be right now. I know, right? Because now all of a sudden they're loving it. Yeah. But and, and yeah, I said you want to go to an NFL game this year. I was like, we can do that. We can definitely go to a Saints game. Sure. Yeah. I, um, my wife a couple of times was, was locked in because of Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. But she actually watched the end of the ball game with me and was like, in, like fully engulfed in it. Mm-hmm. And 
I think a lot of that bringing everybody together is because of Taylor Swift. Let's be honest. Yeah, I agree. But I, I find it hilarious, like the the people that she's brought into the football world. Mm-hmm. Like every time they sh- every time they shoot up there, and it's just you know Blake Lively and yeah. just random people from the entertainment world that you would never think would be at a football game, and they're jumping up and down. That to me is just funny. Like I, I can't get enough of that. I'm waiting to see who who's the new person sitting in the uh, suites with Taylor Swift. It could be a week. thing next season if she if they stick it out. If they they can last another year, we could be like, who is with Taylor Swift this yeah. year? Yeah, I the uh, the um, comparison I had to it was remember a little Nikki when like Reese Witherspoon was the yes. had the angels like yeah. that's that's her group and she's in love with the devil. Yeah. Not to say Travis Kelsey's the devil, but no. I got I got similar it vibes. It works. So, all right. It's it's crazy what a big win will do for you. Mississippi State goes to Missouri, and no no getting around it, Robbie. They struggled in the first half. Uh, they 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 were if they'd been playing anybody other than Missouri in the first half, they might have been down five or six seven points. Instead, they were up four at the break. But then they completely took over in the second half, going a 20 to 4 run, and they get a nice, easy win over Missouri. They win by 20 plus points, and they wake up Sunday morning and their nets back into the 30s. Uh, as we speak right this second, it has dropped down to 36. It was 35 earlier today, but after today's results, down to 36. Uh, if you're keeping an eye on things, Washington State still comfortably a quad one win for Mississippi State. They're 40 in the net. Northwestern drops down to 56 despite winning. That's a tough one for State. State wants them in the top 50. That would add another quad one win to the resume. But all things considered, Robbie, for a team that had not won on the road this year and played really poorly in the first half, that second half was the most dominant they've been since the non-conference and and really, really looked sharp and looked like a team that can go on a little bit of a run here in these final few games and secure their seed and their place in the NCAA tournament. Well, I think it was just a team that showed what they can do, uh, especially on the offensive side of the ball. I mean, offensively, it just hit a few shots, and it changes everything for you. And they weren't making those shots in the first half, and it was, quite frankly, it was hard to watch that first half. State seemed like they were kind of playing down to Missouri's level, and they weren't able to extend that lead out after getting up eight, eight or nine points in the first half and you, you let a team like Missouri hang around like that. Mm-hmm. And that's when upsets happen and they start to believe. And this is a Missouri team that is on the verge of f- completely falling apart. They have so many injuries. They're 0 and 11 now in the league. You had to come out and, and just kill them, step on their throats and, and make sure that they, that they die out. And State, very early in the second half, did that. I, I thought the way that they came out in the second half and approached that half was a sign of really good coaching from Chris Jans. They went in the locker room. They made adjustments. Whatever he said to him obviously worked, and he had uh, a big game from several uh, players. Shaquille Moore is really starting to step up. Mm-hmm. And really I, I talked about yeah. a couple weeks ago, I said, somebody else has got to step up. Maybe a couple of guys outside Josh Hubbard. Josh Hubbard is having to put, you know, the weight of the team's offense on his shoulders. He's the only guy that's been able to knock down shots. And 
he hasn't been particularly great shooting the basketball in the last few weeks, but no. he's still getting his points. Shaquille Moore doing what he did, hitting four three-pointers. He's shooting with confidence. That's huge for Mississippi State. Cam Matthews put up another six stat line, nine points, seven rebounds, seven steals, four assists. Um, that's plus just 19, is that correct? To... Do what? He was plus 19, I believe. Last I looked on there, he was plus 19. That was midway through the and then half side. Wednesday, he better. was plus 23. Yeah. I mean, when when he's on the court, everything is, is, is working for Mississippi State, usually. We could embarrass a lot of people with some bumped up threads and some quoted tweets if we wanted to about Cam Matthews. Yes. But, um, you know, State shot nearly 50% in the ball game. And I know that's not going to be the case every week, but it was for this game. And I think what you saw was when you're looking at the net on Sunday, beating people up is, is uh, very good for your net. Going out on the road and killing someone um, really helps you in that regard. State, if State wins this game by eight points, I don't think they're moving up into the 30s right. in the net. Yeah, if they, so, if they eked it out, if they won by seven or eight, they're probably still like 44, 42. But by winning easily, the net is all about metrics. It's all about, you know, and a 20, it doesn't matter who it is, a 20 point road win yeah. is good for your metrics. And so, yeah, that that's exactly what State needed to have happen. And now, you know, you look at Arkansas. That is a team that should have they should have lost Saturday. Georgia Georgia had a chance to win that game, and then you get them at home. It doesn't matter if it's you know what happens. You have to win, and if you win big, again, you're going to see a boost, and then you could see your net up and do you know thirty one thirty two. And I, I keep saying it because I keep looking at the net. That Southern loss is an absolute anchor to state. They would be in the top thirty if they didn't have that loss. But it just it just is what it is. Weird weekend in the SEC too. When you really look at it, Auburn lost. Got Auburn got handled by yeah. four. That was a very surprising result. I get it coming off of that win over Alabama, very emotional win for Al- for Auburn. But they just got. Murdered by what I think is a pretty average Florida team. Tennessee goes on the road. Texas A&M Aggies get the win there and won it relative with relative ease. I would say South Carolina was struggling with Vanderbilt for a minute there, but found a way to to win. Kentucky. I'll just go ahead and tell you this, Robbie. This is my belief that if State can't beat Calipari in a few weeks, is it two weeks from now? If they can't mm-hmm. win that game, they're never going to have a chance to do it because this is it for him. There, There's just no way I can see him. Unless they make a long run in March. If, if they do the typical Kentucky, you know, maybe lose on the second lose in the second round kind of exit, that's that. He's done. I thought he might have been done a couple of years ago. Yeah. I, I just don't think, uh, you know, he's not delivering – the results the last few years that that fan base craves and for the money he's making. So, yeah, I mean, they have not been good. That's not a great Gonzaga team. No, they lost to that's their first quad that's, one win. Yeah. That, that's not, a, that's not the Gonzaga team no. that we've seen. No. So that, you know, and they've lost three straight to Rupp, right? Yeah. Um, and that's like counting on the road and they can really score, but their defense is a problem. I'm going to enjoy uh, Nate Oates versus Chris Beard in the Kentucky-Louisville game next year. <laughs> that's, that's coming, buddy. 
And I don't know who's on which side, but it's that's what's happening. Um, think Chris Beard's one and done. If Louisville wants to hire Chris Beard, he will be one and done. I, I don't. I, I'm not saying that, and that's not a knock on Ole Miss, right? Louisville yeah. is a top tier elite job. If they want to hire Chris Jans, he will go. It's just and that, Ole Miss's Ole Miss's basketball job is not. It's not great. It's a football not job they can compete, yeah. But the basketball job is just not one that's that's a big sale, right? I know they only you don't get Chris Beard without him having right. all those allegations tied to him that you don't get him any other way. You don't get coaches like that. Mississippi State doesn't get coaches like that. No, no question. No, um, I mean it's just it is what it is. But yeah, I, I agree with you, I and mean, that could be a spot. But on Arkansas. They're just not they, good, they, which everybody's been bad on the road, but they have not been good at all. They they were blown out at LSU. Mm-hmm. They did beat Missouri, but that's a, that's a terrible Missouri team. Yes, got killed by Ole Miss. Mm-hmm. Got killed at Florida. Got killed when they lost by ten at Georgia. But they haven't been close on the road. This is whether you have DJ Jeffries or not. This is again a must win for Mississippi State. I think Trey Fort will probably be back. Mm-hmm. I don't know about DJ. He's still limping around a little bit. Mm-hmm. If you can get through this and win this game without DJ and get basically, you know, two week, two and a half weeks of him getting a rest mm-hmm. and getting fully healthy for that old Miss game at home, then you're cooking. And at that point, you're back to 500, which was my prediction they could get back to 500 when Ole Miss came to town. Um, you're in good shape. Six and six going to that Ole Miss game. I, I still think eight wins could get you in. Nine is should be a solid, uh, uh, I guess say shots should solidify themselves in the in the tournament. But yeah, this is a big stretch here. Yeah, and I mean, really beyond that at LSU too. Yeah, LSU was an interesting. You know that they were in that game for a hot second there against Alabama. I think they had the lead with about eight minutes to go. And then Alabama just took off. And, and once again, that's twice now against LSU they've scored over 100 points, I believe. I, just a crazy, uh, crazy couple games. A- Alabama's last three games, they scored 99 on State. They gave up 99 to Auburn, and they score over 100 on LSU. Just, just yeah. Alabama's a good team, don't get me wrong, but they, that's that's a weird stretch for the Crimson Tide. I, I think the, the way that they play kind of – it leans that direction, mm-hmm. you know. It kind of reminds me of you know some of those Florida teams back in the day that would shoot all those three pointers. Like on any given day, they could blow out anybody in the country. They could also get blown out and give a bunch of points. Just like the the style of play that they have, it, it happens from time to time. I think you see that a little bit with Tennessee too. Mm-hmm. You know, Tennessee's like that too. The pace that they play with. I mean, they look unbeatable some weeks and then get blown out. But it's I don't know if I've seen a more stark contrast between home and away for teams this year. It's it's really weird. It's really weird how it's just. I mean, it's always tough to win on the road in any sport, but this year in SEC basketball, the home teams have just they've just dominated. I mean, to to, to see Florida beat up Auburn that way, to see Texas A and M kind of handle Tennessee that way. Um, I mean, I'd have to look, but I mean, state with two home losses is like it's surprising. They, you know, they, 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 they just. What can you do? So, they have got to find a way 
to, to maintain that home court advantage this Saturday against against Arkansas. And you're right about Trey Fort getting another few days to to recuperate. That that should be he should be back in the rotation. I think I don't I think he traveled with the idea of I'm going to test it out and see because why, why would why would he go to it's one thing you know he was at he was at Ole Miss in Alabama, um, and it's like okay well you know it does that's a bus ride. You don't get on the yeah. plane unless you think you might have a chance to play. So, and you had talked about Shaq Moore. That that's the key for State is that third guy because you mentioned Hubbard having to carry things. It, it's Tolu and Hubbard, right? I that, that, that Hubbard has reached the point with me, Robbie, where I have an expectation of him. I expect 15, 16, 17 points out of him. If they, mm-hmm. if they doesn't get that, they're definitely not going to win. But it's who that third and fourth guy are going to be. And let's not undersell the, the return of Keyshawn Murphy to this team. Only seven points, but the seven big points, four rebounds, and more importantly, he's able to give guys so a blow here and there, give them a rest, let them have a few minutes on, on the bench. State doesn't have to lose or, or sacrifice much as far as its lineup goes. Jimmy Bell didn't score much, but I think he had seven rebounds in this game. So, I mean, that that's useful, if nothing else. So, really good game for Mississippi State. They got everything they needed out of it. And uh, they they played really really well I thought and like I said now they uh, now they they get some time to recoup, relax and get back to it on a Saturday. Well, it should be a really big crowd at the hump. Um, I assume I'll make an assumption that they will schedule the game time around the basketball game so that baseball it doesn't interfere. Um, and you should be able if you get a doubleheader or you get baseball football. I, I imagine you're gonna get. Uh, Basketball, then, uh, then baseball, probably because it's a one o'clock tip. So probably I got to think four o'clock first pitch, four thirty. No, nothing else would make sense. Well, like during the day, other than else was like, the athletic director, they would just they would just schedule it. So. Yeah, eleven a.m., which I don't I don't think they would do. No, probably. It, I mean, four o'clock would be fair. I think yeah. four four thirty something like that. So. And we'll go. Yeah, we'll see what happens. All right, let's move into the rest of the show. That's brought to you by our friends over at the Mississippi Beef Council who want to remind you that beef, it is what's for dinner. Congratulations to the winner. I, I need to look up. I haven't I haven't looked here. Let me let me see if I can find it. But I know they announced the winners of the uh, the Mississippi Cattlemen's Association, the uh, the best burger and best steakhouse. The best burger w- went to our friend Robert St. John. And so congratulations to him. But I have not seen who won for steakhouse. Let me see if I can find that. Here it is, right here. Jason's Southern Table. So where is this? This is it, Robbie. This is in Kosciuszko. What? Make a reservation, brother. We're going to this place. I'm. I've never heard of this place. Jason's Southern Table. When are they open? They're open Wednesday through Saturday, four to nine. Hmm. Man, this place looks. It looks. Oh my God. They got they got like a chocolate cake going here. They got crab legs. I'm I'm, I'm sorry for the dead air. I'm just looking at their menu. It is it's pretty good. All right, thirty shrimp for twenty one ninety five. Oh, they're the old school like uh, steak and salad bar. Yeah, spot. buddy. You what? We've talked about that before. That's a sure sign of quality. Yes. All right. So congrats to Jason Southern Table. Congrats to Ed's Burger Joint. They are the winners of this year's Mississippi Cattleman's Best Burger and Best Steak in Mississippi. But, hey, the best steak is the one you cook yourself. So is the best burger. 
So do that this weekend. Fire up the grill. Nothing beats the sizzle of beef. Beef, it's what's for dinner. Thanks to our friends at the Mississippi Beef Council. You continue to research this restaurant, Robbie. We, we need hey, to- so for um, for Super Bowl, it was just me and Becky and Natty, but yeah, Becky asked what we wanted to do, and I said, let's do some wings. So do some wings. Yeah. But I wanted to try out uh, some Philly egg rolls. Yeah. So we okay. experimented with a Philly spring roll. Yeah. Much like the the ones you might get at uh, Bulldog Burger. Mm-hmm. I hear that. Um, it was good. Yeah. It was really good. I I couldn't quite get it as good as well, Bulldog Burger. Time, and maybe I was I was missing something. It's your first time. It was good. I got a few left over. I'm going to pop I did beef as well. I think I told you. I didn't miss to be pot roast today. Yes. And so I used that roast that uh, that Paul Jones had given me. And I didn't realize because I just when he handed it to me, I just put it in the freezer straight away. Right, I never looked at it. It had a big old bone in it. So the deer roast? No, it, deer? Was, it was cow. It was cow. It was just, oh, I thought he gave you like a deer. He gave me some deer steak. Gotcha. But he gave me a, a chuck roast, and so it had the big bone in it. So I pulled that out because it was so tender. I just pulled it right out, and then scooped all that marrow out. And oh yeah, in there with the meat. Oh, it's so good today. So, I had a Mississippi pot roast for lunch on Saturday, but it was Mississippi pot roast sandwich. I'm gonna do that for dinner tonight. That's my Monday night dinner coming. I'll go get some leftovers. So put it on a hoagie. Yeah, I got some uh, butter buns. Well, that works too. There we go. A lot of talk about beef, and I, now I'm hungry again. It's almost eleven o'clock. I can't do. I don't need to deal with that. You end up making me stop at Waffle House or something. Uh, two brothers smoked meats in the heart of the cotton district is the place to find the smoked southern soul food that you are looking for guys again if you're gonna be in start this weekend let's make sure we've got a trip to uh two brothers lined up and ready to go that's a bulldog initiative business as well and a place that robbie and i are both such big fans of we were talking about two brothers before they were even a sponsor that's why i think that's why they became a sponsor they were like you guys are giving which is on their part not the smartest move they could have continued to get free publicity but We'll take it. We appreciate them. We love them at Two Brothers Smoked Southern Soul Food. Oh, you know it's paid off tenfold. Oh, we we yeah we have a mutually beneficial relationship. There's no that's problem. right. Great products, great service. Every business likes to promise it to promise promise promised. Like I'm I'm like a drunk guy doing that. Hey, you ever you need a copier? Go to Vantage Business System. Copiers out the wazoo. Anyway, they they can. Was that Cajun? Was that a Cajun drunk guy? Absolutely not. You, you, you switched over in, how, in your dialect. How on you, how <laughs> I would do something like that? Are you are you kidding me right now? You would, would never, never, never do something. Like that. Anyway, <laughs> if you need a new copier or a printer, or something like that, you want to call Advantage Business Systems, and they'll get you taken care of. And, of course, service after the sale, it's the best around because they're in Mississippi just like you. A lot of times, if you call them with an issue, they can get out to you the exact same day. Your business can't afford to wait, so call Advantage Business Systems, 601-362-9192, or visit them online, absms.com. Find out how Advantage Business Systems will help your business do business. The Collegiate Collection at, no, wrong, wrong answer. Maroon & Co. here in Starkville, they have a collegiate collection, too, because the entire store is the collegiate collection. They don't, they, there's, no, there's no going in there for, you know, a suit. Uh, they might have a suit. Do you think, I, I need, a, like, a, a state script suit. Just 
maroon, white state script. Somebody could fix that up for you. I, they could. They could probably. So yeah. I'm gonna give you guys I'm gonna this is something that's always bothered me. I'm gonna tell you now. Sometimes you go to the baseball game and you just want to buy a hat and you just want the plain old maroon M over S hat. Well, good luck getting that at the game. They never have those. They have all these wacky hats there, and they never have just the old-fashioned, what the players are wearing, maroon M over S. They've got those at, at Maroon & Co. So check them out. And, of course, they are the official provider and the exclusive provider of Bulldog Initiative gear. So when you're in Starville this weekend, make sure you've got a trip to Maroon & Co. on the agenda. From the good to the bad, Robbie, you were at the hump on Sunday for the women's game. And uh, an early injury to Jess Carter just kind of threw the Bulldogs into disarray. And then you had a Florida team that simply could not miss uh, from the field. And that turns into a really, you know, from a statistical standpoint, a really, really bad loss. Now, it's one state can shake off as long as they get back to it uh, next week. But how surprised were you with this result? Did you feel like, you know, hey, they've won five in a row and maybe they're due due for a stinker? or, or, Or did this one just catch you off guard? It caught me off guard a little bit. I'm starting to wonder, can states, men and women, be good at the same time? <laughs> I don't think it's possible. I've always because the about state is if they're playing on the same – if two teams are playing on the same day, you got to pick the one you want to win the most because you never get a complete day out of it. Yeah, it's crazy. But I, I think I think you're right. I think the, the injury to Jessica Carter was really what – would springboard Florida. She goes down the first quarter, and I, I thought they really took advantage of that because, I mean, she dominated them in the first meeting. She had 20 points and 16 rebounds. They they don't really – they have one true post player, and she's not a you know super threat offensively. And I, I think State really took advantage of that the last time that they played. The guard play from Florida – was just too much to overcome. Uh, Lelani Correa, Correa, who came from St. John, she had 31 at State the first time they met. She had 29 today. The shooting was just unbelievable. I, I don't know. You know, State could have played better defense, but I don't know what they could have done to slow them down mm-hmm. because they were just you know, they were just in a zone, and State was not. It was just one of those games where the other team is playing out of their mind and. You're having a bad day, and it almost always turns out badly when that happens. And you can you can find very few situations where it doesn't. And it's one of those where if you're state, you have to just chalk it up, tip your hat, and and move on. You can't let you can't dwell on this. And you can't let this kind of sit with you. You've got to get get it out of your head because you got some opportunities ahead too. And yeah. I thought Sam Purcell made a good point. If somebody would have told him he'd be five and one in the stretch, he would have jumped on that. I think everybody would. Yeah, I agree. So you you had you you give yourself a little bit of equity there because you beat LSU and you beat A and M on the road. So to me, it kind of cancels out a little bit. State's season is going to be defined in their seeding too, and then so a tournament is going to be defined on what they do on the road at Ole Miss, Auburn, and Alabama, mm-hmm. and those three games are coming up in the next four. I think state needs to be two and one in those, and if you're able to do that, I think that you finish um, top, possibly top four in the league, and and um, have a probably six seven seed in the NCAA tournament. I think that's a, I think that's a good, really good regular season. 
Yeah. State was 27th coming into today's net rankings. They have not updated the women's rankings uh, as of yet. But you, you look on this this schedule and you see that State's already beaten LSU. Um, didn't they beat Creighton? Uh, last year. That was okay. I, I knew they had beaten them. At, okay, I thought it was this year. So my bad. Uh, you mentioned Alabama. They are just behind. They were just behind Mississippi State uh, in the net. Where's Ole Miss in the net? There they are, 52. So on the road, that would be a net. A quad. I know the women do it differently. I know, but I don't care. That would be a quad one win for Mississippi State if they were able to go to Oxford next Sunday and, and get that victory. So that'll be a good one. So, yeah, I agree. I think State will just shake it. I think the injury or the early injury just put State in a disarray early. Uh-huh. And, and you know, so, sometimes that happens. Even though she was able to come back and play, it, it just messes with your head sometimes. So not a great day for the ladies, but. We'll see if they can't get it figured out. I'm pretty sure they will uh, next Sunday when they go head up to uh, Oxford. I don't understand why the women select the NCAA tournament so differently. It, it really it makes no sense to me. They they go it's the one same through twenty five. Everything else, it's just the same thing. It's it's like the women and the men should have I, I, look. If we're going to listen like the salary argument, I get why the men make bigger salaries. I get it. All right, the the, the money coming in is bigger, but it's the same rules. But in an yeah, at least I have the same rules, you know. And 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 I think the men should go to four quarters. Oh, I definitely think that. And and the flow of the game is so much better because you reset the fouls and you don't have in, in, in the final moments of the game. Every time somebody comes on the floor, they're shooting free throws. You don't have that. So, and you have. And you basically have one timeout every yeah. quarter, like the yeah. like the TV timeout. Yeah, like you played a five minutes yeah. timeout, come back, play five more minutes. Right. It's I just agree. the flow is just so much. You're preaching to the choir right now. The game for everybody might not be easier to watch. I mm-hmm. get it, but the way that the game plays out to me is is a lot more easier. But and also like, I just don't get the whole selection process that they do. Top 25 wins, top 50 wins, top 75 or top 100 wins. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's one thing, but they measure everything the same. They don't measure out road wins. They don't measure out things. It's, it makes no sense to me. So, you know, Florida beating state and state being Florida, you know, had that been too, you know, had, had state, well, I don't know how to explain it any other way, but the road games don't matter. As as much as the home games, they're all the right. same pretty much. Right, and that to me just that shouldn't be that way. Yeah, for the men, both of these, both those road games, both those wins would be quad one wins for Florida and for Mississippi State. They would have exchanged quad one wins, but for the women, like you said, it, it's not that way. I'm just and a I'm, road win should mean more to a team's resume. It should. I absolutely agree. I, I wish there was a net. I don't know if simulator is the right word or whatever. I would love to see what state's net was if I took that quad one, quad four loss off. If I, if I just, if they, I would love to know what that number is. You know how like Southern, yeah, you know, like 24 seven, you have that art has that a uh, commitment calculator where you can add guys and take guys off and you sort of see how the class stacks up. I wish I could do that with the net and just say, it, just change that one loss into a win. So state would be six or no in quad four. I, I, I would be almost willing to guarantee they'd go up five spots. Yeah. At least five spots, I think. Because I mean, you look at look, well, look at, at the, the rest of the resume. There, there's not well, a bad loss on it. 
Right. State has a quad three loss. That's the Georgia Tech loss. But, yeah. I mean, that's a power five team on the road. That's, I mean, I, I you would dismiss that. Like, if you had a, if, if you took away the, the Southern loss, you would totally dismiss that. They one. would, yeah. That, what, what, how many quad two through quad three wins do they, or quad four wins do they have? State, if state, state is 10 and two, quad three, quad four. Okay. So 11 and one. Exactly. And like that, that completely changes the so whole just, complexion. Just looking at it like this, right? Wake Forest is a team that's directly ahead of state right this second, right? Their quad one, quad two is five and seven. State is six and six. Cincinnati is two spots ahead. Their quad one, quad two is four and seven. Again, state is six and six. Uh, Virginia is uh, now they're six and four, so they're not a good example. Florida is ahead of state. Their their quad one, quad two is five and seven. They do have a head to head over state, but regardless of that, uh, I mean, state is just. It, it, that loss is killing them, and I, and I we, we said that it would when when it happened. The day that that happened, we said, "Hey, this is going to be the, the the case all year." And whatever happens with state the rest of the way, that that loss is going to affect them, and you're seeing it right now. So, all right, and it might, it, you know, it might cost them. So, cost them. Know, had, had, had things been differently, it could have cost them like a four or five seed. Yeah, is it? Or is, it, it might, might keep them out of the a tournament one seed in the second round. I mean, it might be yeah. being a seven and being a one. Might might be, be the difference. Eight, I mean, yeah. Might be the difference in the eight, eight or nine seed or a seven. It might be the difference of them being in the last four in. I mean, it's just um, it's a killer. That's why you have to win those games. Yeah. And state doesn't have any excuses. You can't just say Tolu was out. You should have right. beat them without Tolu. Oh, you you were up nine with uh, or you up ten with like five minutes to go. Yeah, there's no excuse to lose that game. So. Oh, wow. what's their? I mean, in, in Southern, I mean, it's not Southern has Hills, been but back and forth this year with quad four and quad uh, five or quad three and quad three. three. So let me see where they but are. Like, aren't they leading the SWAC? Yes. Not, they are. Not, again, not that that really yeah. helps church it up, but I think they're leading the SWAC. They're 11 and nine on the year. Is that right? They've only played 20 games. They're 14 and nine. What am I looking at then? They're eight and two in SWAC games. Okay. They, I mean, they played a tough schedule. I'm, I'm they looking played. At, looking at the net rankings homepage, it says eleven and nine. I'm on their. I mean, I, I believe. Site. I, I certainly believe you. But they've yeah. won five in a row. I mean, they they played a tough schedule, but that's you're never going to win. You ready? When playing them, you ready? That is an NC two A tournament team, right? Yeah. They are phenomenal. Their conference. They are phenomenal. They're going. They to, may very well be. They're, they're, they'll probably win this one, so we'll see. But right, you're, Clark, even uh, if they do, you're still going to be – they're still exactly. going to be in the 90s, 100s, somewhere. But, but it'll be funny to say, well, I mean, they were a tournament team. All right, tomorrow's show, Robbie alluded to it a little bit earlier. I want to talk about Chris Jones tomorrow. Super Bowl champion for the third time in his career. Made, as Robbie said, the play of the game. What's his legacy now? You know, we, we focus so much on Dak Prescott. When we and the best defensive lineman in the league is is a Mississippi State Bulldog, in my opinion, Chris Jones. So let's talk about him tomorrow on the show. Uh, we'll talk a little more uh, base. Hopefully, we, I gotta think, Robbie. I gotta think on Monday we're gonna get these times right. Oh, you think? Huh? I, well, I know, I know. You think? Hopefully. I know, I know. We'll see.
We'll figure it out tomorrow. Guys, have a great one. We'll talk to you tomorrow. For Robbie Falk, I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning, all in Super Talk, Talk Mississippi Media Production.